Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 264 titled Me Xbox as Sue Xbox. This is the show where we talk about the Xbox and anything else we kind of want to talk about. Usually all Xbox stuff, but hey, you never know. And uh, the show was recorded on Sunday, October 20th, 2013 in the This Xbox Life studios, Northeast and Southwest campuses. I'm Rob, one of your hosts for today. I'm also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And with me, as always, I got my bestest good buddy, Mr. Wingman709. Your amigo. So I yes. thought you were going to say my amigo, sticking with the whole oh, Spanish thing. Mi amigo? Mi amigo, there you go. Mi, am, mi amigo. Señor. <laughs> señor. Well. Wingman709. Well, maybe there's... <laughs> I was like, how do we say that? <laughs> Senior Marcos or something like that. Say, <laughs> hey, senor. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we're actually uh, transgressing some international borders over here, right? I don't know. We got the dual languages going on. Yeah, we're trying to branch out, you know, get our listener base, you know, broaden it a bit. We're expanding into the rest of North America. <laughs> or is that Central America? Central America. Yes. Well, we've conquered North America. Now we're going into Central. And yeah. beyond. Well, I think Mexico is still North America. I think it's South of Mexico. You get into Central America, yeah. right? I, I believe that is correct, yeah. <laughs> I'd pull up a world map right now, but I can't. Thank you, Microsoft. Freaking. Never mind. I'm trying really hard not to curse. So, on yeah. with the show. <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah. <laughs> Through rain, sleet, snow, and Microsoft updates, the show must go on. Freaking Microsoft. Buy a Mac. That's all I can say. I'm buying a Mac, Rob. Next time around, man, I'm done with Microsoft. Done with them. I'm going, give an Apple a shot. You'll be back. Didn't you do that already once? I I left Apple with my iPhone, went to Android. Three weeks later, oh, I had my old app iPhone back, and now I have a brand new iPhone 5S. Dude, this thing is awesome. I'm so happy. My old one was one of those you had to mash the button like 12 times to get to the home screen. My button was faulty or had gone bad, so... Now that I have to press it, it's just uh, hold my thumb over it and it recognizes me. It says, hey, Mark, yes. welcome to your phone. It unlocks. And it works. Welcome <laughs> unlike to Windows, Unlike Windows 8.1. So. User error. Let's blame Microsoft for user errors. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, let me put it. There's a lot of users out there with making errors then. Let me put it that way. So... And they did recall their RT 8.1 release because of so many user errors. Yeah. So anyway, well, let's move on, Rob, because I'll keep raging on this. I'm not happy. I was about to say they those things might have happened because they've got their breast or their best and brightest all working on the Xbox One. You know, I, I'm this. I mean, this is this has me concerned. I mean, I'm really concerned because. You can't update the desktop. It, it, it breaks the desktop when you go to 8.1. You 
they had to pull their Surface RT 8.1 release because it was bricking and deleting machines. And they're like, oh, sorry. And all and the Xbox One is all on the same code base. You know, I'm like, I, I'm, yeah. We're going to end up running down the road of Sony, what <laughs> PlayStation 3 has had this last couple of years, and they put an update out and brick a machine. I mean, we have not had that with Xbox 360. You know, now I think we're going to join the realm of the elite in bricking Xbox consoles because Microsoft can't do a freaking update. So I have very little faith. In as, as you see, folks, Mike or Mark is very uh, frustrated here. Very frustrated. Yes. So, so let's move anyway, on. let's move on. I'll keep, I'll keep going. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It won't be a it won't be a rated E for everyone. Okay, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get on with the show? Um, I don't. I no. I don't even care. <laughs> Support us at Amazon. Yeah. You know, we have a link. You can go to xboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. That'll take you right to our associate page, and then you can support our show. And give back to the community by making your purchases through Amazon. Yes, yes. So, and you can also check out our website. So that's it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, excellent, excellent. Oh, and uh, we've uh, gone above uh, 220 members on the Facebook group. That's pretty cool. Woohoo! That's fantastic. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, by the time the show is over, we'll be down to 218 or something. <laughs> <laughs> the daily fluctuation. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll be at like 223 tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you been playing, my man? Um, Didn't get a lot of Xbox gaming in this. I tell you, I'm just in a slump. I did. I saw that uh, Elite Scion XB was on, and I knew that he had told me recently, you know, he still needs to finish up Jane's Advanced Warfighter, so... So I'm online, I hopped on, I said, hey, you know, if you want, I'll, we can do this. So we knocked out the rest of his multiplayer, so he 1K'd that game. That's a horrible game. So if you haven't played it, don't waste your time or your money. The game sucks. Um, I also played some Blacklist uh, with Elite Scion XB. He showed me a, a very simple way to get the uh, six mark and execute kills within 14 seconds. Um, doing it in co-op, it was real easy. Got it first try, so thank you, Elite. I appreciate that. Um, then I tried out, I made the mistake of upgrading to Windows 8.1, and after like the two-hour freaking install, no lie, I mean, it was ridiculously long. Um, it was well over an hour just to do an upgrade. Um, I went into their, quote, new store, which does look better, um, not that I'll see it anymore after tonight. I'm going back to Windows 7. I'm going back to an OS that works. Um, I did see a game, some games that were free that I didn't notice before, and one was called Six Guns. Uh, it's an old Western game. Um, it kind of reminded me of like a real like arcadey style Red Dead wannabe, <laughs> um, like Red Dead Redemption. It's like they, they kind of wanted it to be something like that, but it's not even close to good like that. But it's that style, you know. Go yeah. here, do a mission, shoot. Um, it's a free game, so if you if you do have Windows 8, um, you can check it out. Um, they also got a free game for the Gunstringer. 
Um, but that one looked, I played it very little. It was more of a, what's that one where it's like Temple Run? Where the dude's running and you... Yeah, he's chased by the gorillas or whatever. Yeah, you're running down this path. It turns left, it turns right, jump the rocks, squat down or roll under the rock. That's what Gunstringer on Windows 8 was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on occasion, you hit the space bar to shoot something. It, it's really more of a tablet game, and it just doesn't work so well on the keyboard thing. I played it once. I'm like, this is stupid. The next one I actually really enjoyed, and I actually will miss when I go back to Windows 7, um, was Shuffle Party. This actually was a fun game. It was Shuffleboard. Uh, but they had a bunch of different modes, and they actually really? had some really cool challenge modes um, that were fun. It was really kind of cool. It put, like, different uh, twists and challenges to shuffleboard. And then there's, like, a bowling portion of it. But it, the game looks really good. Um, it, it's very neat, you know, shiny and pretty. Um, but it was fun. I actually enjoyed playing that one. So And it was free. Yeah, so that wow. that one, I, I that's the one of the group I would recommend if people want to play kind of a fun free game. Um, you do get an ad, but it's not it's not a hold your game up type of thing. There's like an ad up in the corner, but it's out of game, it's out of play type of thing. Nothing causing you to have to interrupt your gameplay, so to speak. So it's kind of, that was a fun one. So shuffle party. Yeah, it looks like this is out for the Xbox. Is it really? Yeah. Shuffle Party? Looks like it, yeah. Well, then I might just have to pull that one down on the Xbox, too. So, I didn't know that. I was just playing it on Windows 8. I thought it was just like a mobile game and a Windows 8 game. So, yeah, the, I guess uh, I might have to boot up here and find out. Yeah, it actually looks like it might be an older game. A couple year old. Oh, uh, this was new to the Windows 8. Yeah. So... Is it free on Xbox? Uh, uh, I doubt it. Actually, uh, this was one of the yeah, this was one of the first wave of XBLA titles that came to Windows 8. Okay, well, it's fun on Windows 8. Yeah, it's so if you got a Surface, it'd be probably better on Surface, mm-hmm. um, but it still worked well with the mouse. So uh, it was fun. That one I liked. It was free. Check it out. I think we went through. The list of titles, or maybe not. I don't remember. It's there's a whole bunch of titles that came over from uh, X, Xbox Live to Windows 8. So they had Wordament is one of them, Shuffle Party, uh, Pinball FX2, Fruit Ninja, Angry Birds, to name a few. Jetpack Joyride, okay. Connectimals Unleashed. Yeah. So well, yeah, you can keep playing, my friend. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will turn the Xbox on and see if I can get it for free. Probably yeah. not, but I'll try. Yeah, I'll see if it's there. Well, at least you know it won't cost you like eight hundred Microsoft points. Exactly, it'll cost me ten dollars. Yes, cold hard cash. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you? What did you play this week? Uh, we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. I think about two weeks ago. We mentioned Blur, so I popped that in, played a little bit. It was fun. It was, uh, I, I definitely, it, it was actually like meeting an old friend. It was. Yeah. It was heartwarming. Nah, it was, it was a good time. I actually had uh, taken three days off this week in hopes of just relaxing and, and just catching up on a lot of stuff, including a lot of sleep and, 
doing some podcasting stuff, uh, some stuff to our website and, and so forth. And as luck would have it, on Monday, early Monday morning, I woke up and then I had to spend five hours working because my European customer had uh, big problems. And then my son got home and he had 102 fever. Yeah. So the next, not just two days, but the next, all the way until Friday, was really spent dealing with a sick five-year-old that was just, I got sick of mopping the kitchen floor because <laughs> you puke on it. and oh. Oh, It was just a bad time. I mean, I was actually more tired after than if I had worked. I mean, I had all these days off, and I, I was just exhausted afterwards. In fact, today I slept 14 hours. I mean, right. just trying to catch up on stuff. So, but... I did manage to get a little bit of blur in, and uh, it, it was awesome. It was definitely awesome. And I'm really actually looking forward to the next episode of The Wolf Among Us. Unfortunately, I'm sure that's a couple weeks out. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it for me. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Blur. Yeah, the, stu- the studio closed, didn't it? Yes, I believe they did. Yeah, that's a shame. I think that was Playground Games. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, they made some good good stuff. That was a fun title. Yeah, it was. So, anyway, let's get on with the shoe. The show must go on, right, my friend? It must. Yes. All right. First thing that we've got is uh, some new information posted by Major Nelson. I believe uh, everybody's probably heard of this gentleman. And uh, basically, uh, this was up on Xbox Wire uh, last week, uh, where there are some, um, I guess, new features for uh, the Friends app and multiplayer that will be up on live on Xbox One. And also, just mark, uh, just in case you forgot, Xbox One is one month away. Yeah, exactly. Just a little bit over four weeks. How exciting! Yo. Actually, I was I was talking to my brother-in-law today about it, and uh, you know, when I told him when it was coming out, I'm like, "Wow, it's four weeks away." It just seemed like it was just so long, you know, so far away in the distance, didn't it? Like, it was just, like, months and months away, because it was. But it was something that you didn't really have to think about. And now it's, like, it's almost here. You know what bothers me, though, is, like, I've been That's so right. stoked for it. And now, I'm I the last, I don't know, three weeks, I just can't get myself to play a game. I have, like, no desire to play. I'm I'm not sure what's going on. I mean, I, I'm, like, in a slump, I guess. But You, you know what you should do is just just relax. And just let it get out of your system. Just, you know, just lay back. You know, don't play too many games. And when this thing comes out, you're going to be hot and heavy, ready to go. But I, well, I was warming up. I was getting prepared for my first game I'm going to play on Xbox One. Yeah. I was getting prepared for that today by playing a little Peggle on my iPhone. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you, Peggle 2 is going to be the very first game I play on Xbox One. All right. <laughs> as long as it still has its release day on that day, it's supposed to be a release title. You know, hopefully, if it's available on November 22nd, I'm going to plug my box in, 
do my nice long update that it's going to take. You know, they claim 20 minutes. I know it'll probably take an hour or two. Um, and if it doesn't brick the Xbox One, then I'm and, – and if, if Peggle 2 is there, I'm going to want to buy it and download it first before I do anything else. Nice. Actually, I really doubt that it's going to be pushed out until summer 2014. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna push Peggle out so we can polish it up a bit. Whatever. Yeah, we, can, we need to shine. We need to shiny up all those little balls. Yeah, you know we haven't had an official E3 announcement. You know, all we did was show the title and say it was coming. So obviously they haven't been working on it long enough. You know, because Peggle's complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Peggle, there's this. Uh, I don't know. I a phone game back. called <laughs> Papa Pear Saga. It's like Peggle. Did you try that? No. Yeah, maybe you should. You'd probably like it. It's one of those things that are m- meant to like addict you to it, like crack or something. Pop yeah, up, pa- pop up, saga. Check it out on your oh, shiny new iPhone. Woo! Is only if it's free. I don't pay for games often on there. It's free to play. Uh, pay, pay to, to do better. <laughs> pay to do better. I hate those. <laughs> But you'd like I'll it. I'll pay if I just get the whole game, like Peggle. I can just play it over and over. Yeah. So. You get to compete with people and stuff. But anyway, we're here, we're here to talk about Xbox. That's so. right. So there's New Friends app, right? Yes, New Friends app. Did you watch the it's little a... video? Did you get a chance to see that? No, no, I haven't watched the video. I I wasn't, I don't know, it makes me think like, I don't know, I don't know if it's my age. I'm just, you know, it could be. I'm it's finding something. that I don't like change you know I, I think i found that out when i used to always like to upgrade to the latest and the greatest yeah. and the newest. what happened to you man i don't know i think i'm just getting old man because it's like i i said that with my iphone when i had my iphone i said I, i'm tired of it being the same thing i'm tired of you know I've, I've had this for four or five years they keep upgrading it but they don't really do much it always looks the same and functions the same and so I went to that Android, and then I was like, no. After three weeks, I'm like, i got to go back to what's familiar. Um, I mean, there were some there were some work-related things that it really impacted my day-to-day that in a, in a negative way. So I had to, you know, just for my work and everything I do, our, our apps work just flawlessly and seamlessly with the iPhone. It was just so much better and, and worked better. So, you know, I liked that better. But, you know... Here I'm going up with, I went up to Windows 8, I didn't like it, you know, 8.1, I still don't like it, obviously. Yeah, I'm probably, I'm, we'll see what happens after I get all my data backed up, um, whether I'm going to go back to 8 or I'm going to go drop to 7. Um, but I, I just find that it seems like with anything, I, I, I'm now, I don't, I don't really like things to change, I guess, and I think that's just an age thing, but I saw this video for the new X, the new Friends apps, and there was some new, there was some kind of neat stuff in there, but then again, I'm looking at it like, kind of like, huh? Like, you know, kind of almost going, why do we need to change it, you know? Jeez. <laughs> but then that's like, why do I need an Xbox One, you know? I, I think yeah, I could why be an change? Xbox 60. <laughs> so, yeah, why I change your console? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, maybe it's just me getting old, man, that I just kind of like, Things are all these new fancy things just go past me. You know, like you remember back when when the the VCRs came out, Rob, and our parents could never figure it out. How no, that's before my time. Clock? 
That was before my time. I don't, was, I don't know. It was not before your time. <laughs> you always had to program the clock for your mom every time the power would go out because she could never do it. Yeah. It, well, now I feel like that I've reached that age, that stage. Oh, wait. You know, so like you, my you've turned into, figure it out. <laughs> you've turned into a 12 o'clock flasher? Yes. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> I think I'm one of those people. Yeah, that's where. And I'm like, I don't get it, you know. Like Facebook will change. I'm like lost for months. It's like I can't figure it out. (laughs) I looked at this Google Plus. Man, I just don't get Google Plus. I don't know if you've looked at it. A a little bit. I'm like. That was one of my things on my to-do list this week. Well, I was working on trying to set ours up and make it look. And I can't even figure out how to get it to look. (laughs) I'm like, it just makes no sense. So. Well, your your buddy Rob has to step in. You know, I was able to get our Twitch page set up, which obviously we're still not using, um, but we can't help that with technical difficulties. But um, and we still got to figure out what we're going to do about that whole Skype issue. But you know, I'm like, I'm not looking forward to changing tools and changing off of Skype or off the way we do things because it's like. I got to learn something new. And I just, I think I've tapped out my brain, Rob. I don't think there's room for any more knowledge in there. And I think I'm like, I'm good. (laughs) I don't need anything new. (laughs) You know, we should maybe retitle this episode the 12 o'clock flasher. (laughs) No, no, no. And and by the way, uh, if you're you're not familiar with that term, (laughs) the 12 o'clock flasher is somebody where you go over to their house and every display around the entire house flashes 12 because they can't set anything. They can't set the time. Yeah, the, the old Microwaves VCR, and VCRs and all that. Yeah, I mean, most – and a lot of people listening know what a VCR is. You know, we got a lot of older yeah, yeah. people that listening to us. So, you know, anytime that power would go out, man, the, uh, the VCR would flash 12 when the power came back on. You had to reset it. My parents could never figure out how to do that. So I'd always have to do that. And it was just kind of like a joke. You know, they couldn't even do it. So we'll see. Well, Well, now you got kids to figure out that stuff for you. Pass it on. I I need it. Well, they're not quite old enough. They're a little too young. I need to (laughs) figure it out better than you, probably. They come to me all the time with their DS games. I don't know how to do it. I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Go ask your brother. Go ask your sister. (laughs) Leave me alone. I just pull my hands up. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, what's the matter with your kid? You see I'm killing people here? <laughs> You're in your latest FPS. Exactly. Anyway. We should probably get on with the show. Yes, yes. That was also part of the anything else we want to talk about portion of the show. But now we're, <laughs> let's get back. So, okay. So the new Friends app and multiplayer features on Xbox One. So, uh... Uh, Major Nelson posted an article about this uh, a couple days ago, and uh, uh, there's an interesting little, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if you'd call it really a full infographic, but a thing that they have on there, it says, Power for the People, and a couple of little uh, infographic windows here. It says, Never Wait, Matchmaking Happens Behind the Scenes, so you can keep playing while matches are set up. You can stay in the game. The server system that powers Xbox Live is... A uh, leader in reliability and security. It's also one of the largest in the world, providing the strength to keep you in the game. 
and it's powered by over 300,000 servers. You know, that's a number that we've been hearing for a long, long time where you can enjoy cloud-hosted multiplayer that's faster and fairer with a level playing field for all. Xbox Live Heritage is built upon a proven multiplayer service. True, true. Uh, Play fast and fair. Hosting games in the cloud provides a performance boost and neutralizes host player advantages. That's pretty cool. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And share the action. Most Xbox Live Gold benefits can be accessed by anyone in your home, including multiplayer and apps. So uh, uh, basically the article kind of talks about what, uh, you know, what's been going on with this. And uh, let's see how long is this. Maybe I should just read it. I'll go through and read just, it pretty quick. We'll cover the, the friends and followers, I think, really is the – I think that's the one unique okay. thing about this – out of the story. Just the friends and followers? Just the friends and followers. Because, okay. I mean, yeah. the, the biggest thing was the video they posted, which showed what the friends list looks like. Um, and obviously, we can't relay that to them through audio. So, but the friends and followers I thought was interesting. So, okay. So, you know, friends, followers, family is, is a big thing in Xbox One. And uh, the Xbox One lets you share your information uh, across to other people. And uh, they kind of clarify here what's the difference between a friend and a follower. Uh, it says they are all considered your friends on Xbox One, but the levels of privacy between the two are different. You can follow anyone you want, and it's completely up to them if they follow you back. You can also decide what information your followers can see about you. When you and another gamer mutually friend each other, it creates a more interactive relationship that unlocks... Mutually follow each other. What did I say? You said mutually friend. Oh, follow each other. Okay. When you and another gamer mutually follow each other, it creates a more interactive relationship that unlocks the ability for you both to see information like when each other are online, what achievements you earn in real time and what you're up to on Xbox One. The Friends app is also a welcome way, or an awesome way, to <laughs> leave me Sorry. to find out about new games and activities to take your Xbox One experience to a whole new level. And then uh, there's a little quote here, a great driver in Forza Motorsport 5, for example could have a huge group of thousands or even millions of followers all tracking their performance in-game. Those followers uh, can have this driver on their personal leaderboard so they can constantly keep track of how they stack up, and they can potentially connect online with the driver to get in a race with him. But that driver doesn't have to be their friend, so... right. I, what I see here is I'm gonna I'm gonna basically purge my friends list. I'll start over because the thing that concerns me is like, well now you're gonna have more. I'm like sitting at a hundred friends. Well, these are not, and I I'm not trying to offend anyone. This is just reality. Most of these people, with the exception of like you, Rob, and a couple others, are not real world friends that I know. And have been friends with, you know what I mean? They're friends I've made online because of this podcast. Right. So a lot of people have followed, you know, added me, but I've never played with them. So what I hate is it's like I'm seeing all the time, it's like, 
with a hundred people and now it's going to get bigger. I don't want to have every two minutes or every one minute, boom, so-and-so's online, boom, so-and-so's online, boom, so-and-so. And it's like, I kind of like to know. So my understanding is wipe everybody out. You're all gone. <laughs> but then anybody that wants to follow me can, but I don't have to be their friend, you know? So then I'm only getting like the notifications and the friend stuff with those that I play with all the time or that maybe are real life friends or those that I play with a lot, mm-hmm. you know, then yeah. they can be in the friends group type of thing. So, um, I, I think I'm going to like this and, you know, kind of, kind of can filter that friends list down to be just, I'd much rather have a smaller group than having it maxed out at a hundred. And the reason I leave it maxed out is just, just, just leave it that way. Then I don't have to worry about, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, people want to add you, and they're like, "Oh, he's full." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah. people will say oh, you're full, and then I got to go make room for him. But usually, I'm deleting someone I've never played with who wanted to maybe follow me, and not, you know, now they can. So that's kind of cool. I think it's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. So if you get purged, just follow me. <laughs> there you go. So you might get purged, Rob. <laughs> Oh, I know I'm going to get purged. <laughs> We've only played once. <laughs> I see how you are. <laughs> so, probably played oh, more than yeah. once, at least three times. <laughs> we played Magic a couple weeks ago. There you go. I know that I was like the that. one time. That's what I was talking about. Oh, ouch. <laughs> you just mad because I won. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Battlefield 4. Um, yes. Time to move on. I'm assuming yes. you're done. Yeah, yeah. All right, Battlefield 4 is about to hit the streets, people. And um, you better make some room on your hard drive um, for Xbox yeah. 360 because it's going to take a 14-gig install. Wow. It, it is an option. But I think anybody that plays this game, you know, is going to want to do that 14-gig install. And this is essentially going to be that, you know, all the textures, the high def. I mean, Splinter Cell Blacklist had it. Uh, Rage required you to install three discs. It was like 27 gig or, yeah, it was like 27 or 26 gig for Rage, you know. Um, and there's a couple other games that have come out requiring you to do install for, you know, HD type of stuff. I think um, Future Soldier, I think, had it. Um, and there's some other games. So I know GTA required an install. But um, so if you've got, you know, I think this is probably going to be coming a little bit more the norm on these 360 titles as we, you know, make that migration and we start to get, you know, a lot more. How do I say it? better, better graphics, better, more better, HD, more better. <laughs> That's what I was trying to avoid saying is our games get more better on X1 and they try to <laughs> more better, might, more better. They try to might, you know, do the um, what do you call it? Um like a migration to the Xbox 360 with it. I can't think of the term at the moment. But, um, you know, you're going to probably see stuff like this. So, But 14 gigs, pretty healthy. And hopefully nobody out there has still has the original 20 gig hard drive on their Xbox because I don't think you're going to be able to play this game if you do because my recollection on the 20 gig hard drive that this game, the Xbox 360 initially shipped with, you were only given like 13 gig of usable yeah. space. Oh, yeah. So if you still it's have that, you're going to be in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> so um, just keep that in mind. So make sure you got about 14 gig um, that you can install. So it's going to have, let's see, it has an, 
a two gig mandatory install. So you will have to do that. You're also going to be offered a chance to install 6.6 gig of content from the multiplayer disc, which is disc one, or 5.8 gig of content from the single player disc, which is disc two. So, uh, you know, but you will have to have two gig mandatory, potentially up to 14 gig if you install it all. And I, I think anyone that plays this is going to want to have all that on there. Oh, you, surely, yeah. You could, I mean, if you're just doing multiplayer, I know a lot of guys don't even do the single player, then you're looking at uh, just under 9 gig for the multiplayer, um, to play multiplayer. So so just be prepared, ready for that when that game launches here on uh, October 29th. So. Okay. All right. Then another launch uh, is Assassin's Creed 4. Now, this is a game that's coming out in a couple weeks here. Actually, not even a couple weeks. That's coming out uh, in Same about day. a week. About a week, yeah. Uh, so October 29th is the date for Assassin's Creed 4 uh, for the PS3 and 360. And uh, it looks like uh, Wii U and PC owners will have to wait until November 22nd. To grab it. And I guess if you're on the Xbox One, you'll have to wait as well. Because nope. you can't get that on the 29th either. Um, and that is wor- the worldwide release also, October 29th. So that includes US, Europe, UK, all that good stuff. Right. Next. 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 Um, BioWare has suggested that the next entry in the Mass Effect franchise may not engage with the events of the previous trilogy in any way. Um, in an interview, Mass Effect 3 lead writer Mac Walters revealed that the studio wants, wants to create a title that feels distinct enough to stand on its own. Quote, well, I can't get into details, but the idea is that we have agreed to tell a story that doesn't relate ne- necessarily to any of the Shepherd events at all whatsoever, he says. That's what we've been deciding for a while, but throughout it all, one of the key things is that it has to be Mass Effect. It can't just feel like a spin-off. It has to feel like a Mass Effect game at its heart, at its core, just without Shepard character or the Shepard-specific companions. Now, while the notion that the developer may not reference Shepard's story in any way seems a little bit surprising, it's, uh, it's in keeping with What's been said before, um, Bioware has said in the past that it doesn't want the game to be viewed as Mass Effect 4 as such a title, uh, um, as such a title like that does it a disservice. So elsewhere in the interview, Walters also engaged with criticism that Mass Effect 3's ending received. He reiterated the studio took feedback on board and addressed as many issues as it could in the extended cut of DLC, but that there were no plans to tweak things further. So... Um, I, I mean, I love Mass Effect. It will be weird, I think, to play the next game and it not have Shepard or not to be able to play as any of those characters. There were some really good characters, um, some people that I would love to even do spinoff stories and play as them. Um, but it's, it, it's man, it's like I wish Shepard was still around. <laughs> I wish, yeah. I wish we could play some more as Shepard, you know. Um even if it was a prequel, you know, it just it just seems weird to play in the Mass Effect universe and it'll be completely new characters and story. But either way, man, I will sign up for another run because Mass Effect is one of the best gaming series I've ever experienced in my life. 
absolutely amazing. And for those of you out there who have not even played Mass Effect 3 yet and have had it sitting on your shelf forever, I'm not going to mention any names, Mojo Red, but um, <laughs> undo the shrink wrap and play it. <laughs> You're killing me. You're missing out. So uh, Mass Effect 3 is awesome. So all of them are. If you yes, haven't, you've got to play it. So Absolutely. There you go. All right. So Ubisoft uh, has, I guess, been on a delaying spree as of late. They've announced should, that. Should we delay this news to later in the show, just <laughs> in honor of Ubisoft? <laughs> maybe. Or yeah, maybe we have, have topics to discuss, but we're going to delay them for now. <laughs> yeah, we'll delay this one until 2015. <laughs> so uh, there was a game that got uh, a little bit of. Uh, uh, press, I guess, uh, back in uh, the uh, game Gamescom, and that is the Crew from Ubisoft. It was set to launch next year around summer of 2014, and it's been delayed until 2015. Actually, Q2 of 2015 to be exact. Uh, this is a, a racing game. It looks pretty sweet. Uh, the, the graphics on it look fantastic based on all of the screenshots that they've posted. It looks like a, you know, a racer that's kind of rally uh, based, where you, you do some off roading as well as on on road racing. Looks really cool. So hopefully it's uh it's going to be worth the wait because the more time they have, the better they can make the game, right? That's ex- that's exactly the, sure. the thing. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully it just won't sit on the back burner for a year. No, that but game actually looked really good. I it was, does. Was the visuals are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was more of like an arcade style game. Like, you know, you'd be on the, you're on the street racing, trying to get away from the cops, and you hit a button and all of a sudden your car converts like a four wheel drive, you know, mode, and you can go off roading with it, and you've got your crew with you, your, your fellow crewmates, and, mm-hmm. you know, it just looks, it looked like a really fun racing title, and you get together and do things together only in a car with your buddies. Yeah, um, all in your own cars, and I just, it looked fun. So sad to see it delayed, um, but you know, hopefully it will still make its un, you know entry next year. But we'll, you said Q two of twenty fifteen, right? Twenty fifteen. So that's about a year and a half out. But their quarters are different, right? I think. I don't know. Because typically. Um, in the fiscal year of 2015. So that runs from July 2014 to September 2014. So that's, which doesn't make any sense, but that's, so the game should come out sometime in July, September next year. Yeah. So it's always hard to tell with these stupid, you know, they, they always say they're, they go on their quarters or something, but but outside of the crew, well, like you said, Ubisoft is busy. The one that I think most people are really upset about is Watch Dogs has been delayed. Yeah, yeah. Um, this has been pushed back until spring of 2014. Um, and they said as we get closer to release, as all the pieces of the puzzle are falling into place, and our last push before completion became clear to us that we needed to take the extra time to polish, there's that word again, and fine-tune each detail so we can deliver a truly memorable and exceptional experience. 
So um, look for watchdogs in 2014 in the spring. You know what I was thinking was the visuals of the next gen consoles are are just fantastic. Did you remember the uh, the cruise E3 trailer? Yes. At all? It looks amazing. Yep. There were some parts, like there was a uh, there was a couple parts in there. I remember this pickup where I was looking at it, and you're looking at it like, is that real? Was that filmed? <laughs> and you see a thing like smash up all over the place. It's like, no, no, that's 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 not filmed. That's CG. But the, yeah. the visuals on it are amazing. I really wonder if it's just taking them longer to get it right. Oh, I mean, Ubisoft has a history of pushing things back all the time. So and it's the same story. Oh, we got to polish it. We're gonna, you know what? These companies. That's a PR thing. When when they say they're going to polish it and they want to make it nice and neat and all that, that is a bunch of bunk. Because these companies are driven by profit. Ubisoft's what was the twenty five percent drop in their stock the following day after this announcement of these games being pushed back. I think it was twenty five percent. I think the article that I read was yeah. that Ubisoft stock dropped in one day. Wow. So that hurts them. You know, and you know they these these guys are not in it to, you know. Again, as gamers, we always think that you know gamers game companies used to be by gamers. They used to be run by gamers. They you know they cared. Now it's a business. Yeah. And it's it's executives that sit at the top. They don't care if they're they're sitting in the, on the board of a video game company or an auto company or a TV manufacturing company. You know, it doesn't matter. All they care about is profit. That's it. So, you know, they they obviously didn't do this just to polish something up. There's obviously some issues. And it the wasn't marketing ready. teams the marketing teams will always say, Oh, we're gonna take time to polish it up. They're not gonna say, Oh, the game's broke. <laughs> you know, they're never gonna tell you the truth. Game's broke, well, we found out uh, we got some major problems, we're gonna need some more time to work on it. They're never going to come out and say that. And if yeah. you believe that some guy at the top says, oh, delay my millions of dollars that I'm going to pocket and potentially, you know, take more out of my pocket from the stock following, yeah, that's okay. No, that's not okay. So there's obviously something wrong. It ain't ready to go. Thankfully, as gamers, we're getting a product that they're going to delay and not just push out and say we'll patch it in two months so I'm grateful for that. Yes. <laughs> but there's obviously something wrong for these games to be delayed. Yeah. So it's not to make it shiny. <laughs> yes. So, but anyways. Okay. All right, moving right along. Uh, there's uh, going to be a new uh, Xbox uh, Entertainment, I guess, video series that's going to be out uh, sometime soon here. Uh, this is going to be focused on soccer. It's titled Every Street United. So this is about street soccer. It's going to be a uh, eight. It was eight. Uh, yeah, eight episodes. Uh, where each episode is going to be half an hour, and it's going to be focused on athletes from around the world. We're going to be releasing more information exactly on this, but you can see that uh, Microsoft definitely does have some kind of commitment to producing video uh, entertainment for the new uh, consoles. You know, along with uh, what that, that Halo series with Spielberg and 
mm-hmm. and this and, and who knows what else they've got. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool that uh, they're actually doing all sorts of stuff. They're not doing just video game related content. They're branching out into sports or some. Uh, the one that I'm really excited for is there was some rumors of Blake's Seven uh, TV series coming back. It was a very very awesome show from back in the day. But uh, well, we'll we'll see uh, what happens with this when we when they release more information. All right. All right. Well, as Rob stumbled over the title of our show, "Me Xbox is Sue Xbox." If you're wondering why we said that, that's because Microsoft has come out and said that the cloud turns any Xbox One in the world into your Xbox. Um, mm. So, most of the information that was provided in a promotional Xbox One video is a knowledge that we're aware of. But a few interesting things uh, have been able to have been pulled from this video. Um, Albert Pinella, lead planner of Xbox, revealed that using your profile on another Xbox One not only gives you access to your purchases, but also your own customized home screen and your game saves. Basically, any Xbox One in the world is your Xbox. Wow. In terms of, yeah, so I think that's, I mean, it's not, it's not anything new. I mean, I it's new in the world yeah. of consoles, but, you know, in the world of PCs, it's just called a roaming profile. So, yep. I mean, it's been on, Windows for a very long time. Not not that I've ever found it. I've never found it to really work in the enterprise very well. Um, uh, at least the last time I ever tried using it, just because you know people's wallpaper and stuff, it would take too long to pull through the network and <laughs> more or less bog your network down. Yeah, you know, if anything. So, but uh, that's what we're going to see on Xbox. Um, and in terms of smart glass. Pinello says that the big appeal for Microsoft is discovery, so being able to find content on the go, which this I like because, he, you know, I've used the Smart Glass. Uh, the one thing I've wanted on my Smart Glass app right now is, like, I'll go to it, and I wish that it would show me all the videos that are available to watch on Xbox Video. You know, it would have been nice to say, oh, yeah, let me rent this, and then I can come upstairs and and uh, sit down and watch a movie. Because I've had that happen a couple times. Like, I think I'll watch a movie tonight, but I'm not sure what Xbox and what new ones are available to rent. And it's just not available on the Smart Glass app. So the new one, I guess, is going to allow you to uh, find content, highlight it on Smart Glass device, and then you can come home and find it right there in your Xbox One. So you can browse the entire catalog of games and entertainment on Xbox One on Smart Glass. Um, And you can navigate the dash, you can navigate your Blu-ray movies. So I, I think this is cool. It's like, you know, now I'll be able to look at my smart glass for Xbox One. Oh, here's a new movie. Yes, it is available to rent. Let me rent it, and then I then I can come up to my Xbox One. It'll be ready for me. Right. So I don't have to turn it on to find out. So I'm really excited by that. Um, and then lastly, games like Rise of Rome and Dead Rising Three, they're also specifically called out for their smart glass functionality. Rise will let players customize their characters, set up multiplayer matches, and comb through a bunch of other content while away from the console. Which I think that's cool that you can customize your character out of the game, um, because I've I've gotten into these games where, you know, sometimes <laughs> I, I feel kind of stupid. Sometimes I feel like I'm playing dress up, but it, some of these games are fun to go through and try on the different costumes and you know customize your character and stuff. And I right. found like you know, I got I got to dress up Ken and Barbie. 
Um, and then, but what's nice is like you can do it on your own time and you're not on your Xbox. And then when you get on the Xbox One, you know, all your buddies are ready to play. Well, I don't have time to customize it, you know, so you just jump in and play. But now you can be ready before you even get on. So that's cool. Um, but it gives you some ability to get in and do some things in the game. I like that. And then Dead Rising 3's uh, integration is a bit more literal. Your real-life phone is treated as a phone. And Dead Rising 3 will dispatch mission calls with their own storylines and characters through Smart Glass right to your cell phone. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. So we're going to see some pretty cool stuff. So uh, me Xbox, Sue Xbox. Fantastic. So if that's the case, I want you to send me your Xbox. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was like, where's that silence? It should have been it should have been C. Alright. No, I play English. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so uh uh, next thing is Borderlands 2. Not dead yet. There's going to be some Halloween DLC released on Tuesday, October 22nd. And uh, I, I guess that goes in hand, hand in hand. Borderlands 2, not dead. Halloween. Uh, ah. uh, whatever. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> the, the DLC is going to be uh, uh, TK Baja's Bloody Harvest. Again, on October 22nd for the Xbox 360, PS3, and Steam simultaneous. That's like in two days, man. Yes, sir. This week. That's right. Tuesday. Sweet. Okay. Back to you, my friend. All right. So if anybody out there is still playing Payday 2, um, there's a a loot bag DLC that uh, just recently came out uh, last week. So... You can pick up the Payday 2 Loot Bag Beast DLC, which is previously a pre-order exclusive. So if you if you did your pre-order, then you may already have this. If you didn't pre-order the game and you want it, it's only $5. And inside the loot bag, players will find some extra in-game cash, a red dot sight compatible with all rifles and shotguns, a skull mask, black and red mask customization color schemes, and an I Love Overkill mask emblem. So... And also, if you haven't played this game, the demo is now available on Xbox Live, so you can get the demo and try the game out. Okay. All right. Uh, Machinima is a name that's uh, pretty familiar to a lot of people. They did uh, some pretty cool stuff on YouTube uh, last year with the Halo series, amongst other things. And they've partnered with Microsoft to produce an Xbox One companion app. Uh, that will offer in-game guides, reviews, and video content uh, alongside gameplay. And they've also announced a similar product for smart class devices, which is going to have the same features as the Xbox One console app. Uh, the app is going to be launching on November 22nd simultaneously with the Xbox One, which hopefully won't get Ubisofted. But... Uh, uh, it will provide, or along with the Xbox One's Snap functionality, you can pin the app on top of gameplay, which will give you access to game-specific help and other content. Uh, then there's an in-depth feature dubbed Machinima Wingman. Yeah. Did, did they request any uh, permissions from you, by the way, for that? No, you know what's cheap about them is they dropped the 709 just to avoid... Mm. You know, me sending my lawyers after him. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. 
character. Not cool, Machinima. Anyway, the Machinima Wingman is going to provide additional tutorials and strategy videos for select games. So I guess you don't have to run over to your iPad or to your computer to uh, to find out how to get past that one boss or something like that. Uh, with the Xbox One, you can do it right from your Xbox One. Sweet. Back to you, my friend. All right, Rob. Well, sorry to say, when Xbox One launches, you cannot change your gamer tag to Rob. No. So, I guess I'll have well, to leave it at Presar. You're going to have to because Microsoft has announced that you won't be able to use your real name online when Xbox One launches, despite previously saying that this would be one of the new features available when the console releases. Um, Kotaku, according to them, Xbox owners will be able to identify their friends using their gamer tags next month, but real names won't be appearing online for some time. While real identities continue to be a part of our plans for the experience at Xbox One, at launch, customers will continue to search for friends using their gamertag. Um, our teams are working hard to deliver quality experience for Xbox One. This means prioritizing some features and sometimes postponing others for a later update. Um, how hard can it be to... I mean, I mean, honestly, Rob, they already know what my name is. How hard is it to, to, to match the name to the gamertag, which they already have? <laughs> I wonder if it's like legal issues or something. Uh, it's probably just, I'm guessing, more security related. Yeah. To make sure that, you know, it's done so that, you know, I don't need to have my real name out there. I mean, uh, not on Xbox Live. Just go with my gamer tag. I am Wingman. That is my name. <laughs> I am the Wingman. Wingman, so, sir. But I don't know. I could care less about this, to be honest. I don't know if anybody is going to swap their gamer tag over to be their real name or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess if your gamer tag is your real name, I, and here's the thing, like, you know, if your gamer tag is your real name, then you're not going to have a problem. It's just because that's your gamer tag. It's just a field according to them. So it's not like your gamer tag is going to disappear, but... Right. You know, like me, where my real name and my gamer tag are different, that you won't be able to search for me yet by my real name. But eventually, I guess you probably will. So, whatever. So, anyways, just yes. be aware. There's yeah. more important things to worry about on launch date than, I can't use my real name. <laughs> yeah, box like. Sucks. I hate it. I want my money back. Ooh, Peggle, yeah. too. <laughs> no, Peggle. <laughs> okay, uh, another one. Uh, that or another game that they actually announced uh, was it back at the reveal? I think it was maybe the E3. One of those two was Project Spark. So uh, a couple days ago they released that Project Spark will not require Xbox Live Gold on any platform. So this is going to be out for Xbox One, the 360, and PC. So the the news came out just recently. It's going to be entering its uh, beta phase in January, so a couple months out. And uh, the PC beta program is expected to start this month. So that Xbox One beta in January, PC in October. And uh, the Project Spark players are going to be able to use Connect as a motion capture device, uh, amongst other things, and uh, possibly even gameplay control. Uh, the article said. So, um, if you're looking forward to Spark, you know, definitely maybe sign up for the beta if you can, and uh, we'll see what happens. Just, just off topic here. Yep. You mentioned Connect. It made me think. I read an article earlier this week. Some of the grocery stores where they're they're putting Connect in 
to like, and I'm not sure how, what the point is or how it's going to work, but they're supposedly using Connect to track where people are going or what products are buying with this Connect and somehow are going to be able to advertise stuff. I, I didn't read the I was just like, no, oh, but I guess Connect is coming to the grocery store. <laughs> so, yeah. I just thought that was odd. I think that article out, it was like this past week, but. Um, I really didn't realize it. I thought it was kind of strange. Yeah, so. the the Connect is going to be just another platform for them to use for this kind of stuff. It's interesting that they're using the Connect for it as opposed to uh, other systems. Because I think I might have mentioned this before uh, that it's work for a company that they specialize in this kind of stuff, and uh, they put sensors up in the ceilings, and it basically tracks everybody's movements throughout the store, right. and it can discern between adults and children and and they can figure out like what departments need more staffing on different days of the week and all sorts of crazy stuff. And, and there was something else I, I read as well where there's some company coming out with something where they can track people through a store based on your cell phone. So your cell phone is technically always emitting a signal as it's communicating with the towers. And now uh, there's companies that can actually track your movements physically within a store based on that. Because I guess you're just kind of like, it's kind of like a beacon almost that they can then triangulate. Uh, beyond that, that's... And people are worried about connecting their homes. Yeah. Tracking it. And, yeah, but we're going to be, we're tracked already with our cell phones and everything else. And, yeah, they you can track down the grocery store aisle. So it's a bit odd. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Connect is really, it's not just a thing for video games. I mean, I've seen stories about our, you know, they're using it like in the medical field and and whatnot. So it's it's making its play in a lot of areas. Oh, for sure. So, I'll try to find that story here, but um, uh, anyways. So, Rob, are you a big Thief player? I really enjoyed Thief, yes. Okay, so... A lot, a lot of fun. What's interesting is that this game, the new game hasn't, you know, is, is coming out. Uh, when is this thing coming out? I think it's sometime in 2014, I believe. Or maybe they didn't give a date yet. Um, to be announced sometime in 2014. But IDOS Montreal has confirmed that it's scrapped Thief's XP leveling system because of negative fan feedback. What? So they're, they're already pulling stuff out of the game that fans of Thief have voiced their opinions on that they didn't like. The game director, Nick Canton, and lead level designer, Daniel Winfield-Schmidt, confirmed the removal feature in a community Q&A on the studio website, stating they were happy to make the announcement. Quote, at first we wanted to outline the progression of the player with XP, but it was reducing our motivation to steal, explained Canton. Well, the thief should be to gain loot. Garrett is already the thief, so we saw no need to have XP as a core mechanic. We wanted to push emphasis on stealing things and put the rewards on the stealing aspect. We want to follow or we want to allow the player to decide how to. We shouldn't judge how the player wants to achieve their goal, only rewarding them for achieving it. So um, they say fans might be surprised how often the devs go to the forum to see how things are perceived in the real world. But this feedback is extremely valuable to us. Uh, as you can imagine, the, constant, the consistent reaction to the expert was something that indicated we need to revisit some design decisions. So, wow! It's it's neat to see that they're community. You know, I do 
I do like that when companies do listen, I think, you know, unfortunately, like Xbox One, I think it was the Xbox One detriment. Uh, we had, a, I think we're going to lose out because of the community, if you will. But um, eventually, I think we'll see those things eventually anyways. But it is nice to see that developers are listening. I just wish more would, especially when it comes to fixing games that have already been released. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, but so, anyways, that's interesting. So, is it one this game you won't have to worry about now? So, yeah. All right. So, uh, September's NPD's uh, numbers or NPD numbers came out, and it was the biggest September for uh, 360 software sales wise. Uh, the console has reached 80 million consoles worldwide which is uh, a pretty big number i believe that's what well, wasn't it just uh, 75 million a couple of months ago i remember uh, 75 or 76 million. yeah not too long ago so uh, that was a pretty significant jump on that as well so the software numbers have increased in september with sales reaching 401 million dollars that's the most for any console in the u.s uh, the 360 continues to see a strong uh, consumer demand, they say. Uh, in fact, the 360 held five of the top ten console games during the month of September, including GTA V, FIFA 14, Madden, NFL 14, Diablo 3, and NBA 2K 14. And the 360 remains the number one selling console in the U.S. in 2013 with 1.6 million Units sold this year. Yeah, that number must have been from uh, from last year or something that I was thinking of. If they only sold 1.6 million, um, then uh, a couple other things uh, we talked about some of this before. There's uh, a 360 250 gig holiday bundle with Halo 4 and Tomb Raider 3, uh, and it's going to have one month of free gold service. Um, I think we talked about all these, didn't we, Mark? These consoles, or I'll just run through them real quick. There's a 360 4-gig Kinect holiday bundle that has Kinect Sports Season 2 and Kinect Adventures, along with the free gold month. Uh, This is also, both of those were $250. And the 360 250-gig Kinect holiday bundle with with, uh, Kinect Sports Season 2, Kinect Adventures, and Forza Horizon. This one is $350. So $250, $250, and $350. And uh, that's about it. All righty. Back to you, my friend. Rob, are you familiar with Coinstar? Yeah, those machines in the grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. They um. So I I always I got like this giant Coke bottle that's basically a piggy bank, if you will. And I always, you know, any spare change I get, I just dump it in there. And you know, usually I've never filled the thing. You know, if I if I ever filled it, I would never be able to lift it. <laughs> it's yeah. that big. Money's heavy. But, you know, it is. But, you know, you, you go to the stores, you take, you know, nowadays it's like you can't even seem to take these things into a bank. You know, the bank will charge you to count your coins. Oh, they will? Yeah. I always yeah. thought it was free, and I was like, it why do people to go be. to Coinstar? It used to be. So, um, Coinstar, they still charge you if, now, how Coinstar, so it's a machine that's like usually in your grocery store. 
Um, and you go up and you just dump all your money and you know you do the touchscreen stuff you, and it counts all your money and it basically prints you out a receipt. Now, if you want cash, you can take that receipt up to the the grocery store counter, and they charge you a fee. Yeah, and it's a so you got to pay. Yeah, it's a couple percent. So it could be pretty hefty depending on how much money you got. But you can get cash, okay? So you're basically cashing in your coin for a, a price, which is so stupid. So I, I've always used Coinstar, but what I've always done was you can get it for free. You can count for free if you get, like, a gift card. Like and an I always Amazon went with an Amazon. Yeah, right, right. I always use an Amazon gift card. So, you know, let's say you got $200 in coin, you throw it in there, and you get you turn it into a $200 gift card at Amazon. So it prints out your receipt. It prints like a code. And then you go home and put the code in. It's like, oh, it's $200. Well, now you can um, get Xbox Live currency and gold memberships through the Coinstar kiosks. Cool. Yeah, so I think this is kind of cool. So now when you go, now, in fact, I was looking at my bottle. I was like, there's not a lot in there. Um, I need to go in there and see if I got like 60 bucks worth and I can extend my, you know, do a Xbox Live gold renewal. <laughs> but if you got $60 in change laying around... You know, sitting, you know, raid your kids' piggy banks, um, go throw it in a coin star, and you can uh, now get Xbox Live currency. So it's kind of cool. And, you know, might be a way to, if you want to buy some Xbox Live games or something, or something that's on the marketplace, rent a movie or something, you can use use your old change now. So thought that was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, another thing that's really cool is Assassin's Creed 4 coming out pretty soon here. Uh, it's no, gonna... it's not. Boo. What? Boo. What? What? Boo. Hiss. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's it's all right. Oh, just because of the game. I, th- I, thought, I thought they moved the, the date. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I thought that's what you were complaining about. You're complaining because you don't care about it. I see oh, tweet. So Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag <laughs> has 80 hours of content. That is a lot. I'll bet you 20 hours is playing as a different character than the main character. <laughs> There's probably 40 hours on a boat. They've probably got 6 to 10 hours of hopscotch. No, they, they make you row across the Atlantic. <laughs> There you go. Oh, I just remember having to play hide and seek in the last Assassin's Creed. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Jeez. All so. right, so uh, they they say it'll take, or Ubisoft has revealed that it's going to be about twenty hours to complete the main story, and you can do another sixty hours worth of game if you want to do everything. So I guess that includes Mark's uh, hide and seek. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Rowing. <laughs> you have to like bake a cake and you know decorate it. <laughs> and you know, else. you know what they do? What kills me though? They say eighty hours of content. Yeah. What that is is they're probably going to take out the fast travel, and it's eighty hours of content if you walk back and forth through all the, you know, across the land. It's like, oh, go to this, you know, because they'll set up a here's your here's your quest. Okay, go over to the far bottom left hand corner of the map. You do your quest. Okay, well, your next one is to the far top right corner. So it's going to take you, you know, 20 minutes to ride your horse or row your boat or whatever you got to do to get to it. That's how they extend that out. It's just making you walk back and forth. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah, I don't so, consider that content. 
Yeah, so the lead designer has spoken about it and he goes, we have so much content, it's quite crazy to say it. The main story is at least 20 hours. In the open world, you'll have stuff to do for at least 50 or 60 hours. We try to increase the feeling of the adventure. At the same time, it has to be easy to use, so we added a number of teleports. In fact, every objective you do becomes a teleport. So as soon as oh, you win somewhere, you can send people there. I don't believe it. <laughs> Would they lie? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's Watch that's Dogs it. was supposed to come out too this year. Oh, I guess that was wrong. That tease. That <laughs> a big tease. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, yes, yes. So Assassin's Creed has been one of those notorious for not having a lot of quick ways to get around. So you have to ride a turtle from one city to the next. And I'm sure Carbide will be screaming at me, going, you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Back to you. All righty. Games with Gold, we've been having this for a while, um, and we've talked about it. You know, I I don't see how they can drop it in December when PlayStation Plus has had it for so long and um, but it will be an ongoing benefit for Xbox Live Gold members on Xbox 360. Note, this is an ongoing Xbox 360 program. Which makes sense. There's a lot of old games they can give away that no sure. one cares about. So, And there's nothing on Xbox One. And I would not expect to see this um, anytime soon for Xbox One. Um, stinks. You know, uh, PlayStation Plus gets a lot newer titles uh, for their for their $50 a year. Um, and Microsoft really chintzes out and gives us, like, a 25-cent bonus on our birthday or something. You know, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. But um, so they are going to continue this for 360. Um, you will get to keep your games. And, and they are going to do two a month. So we'll see what happens, but so that's going to keep going for 360, and who knows if and when it will ever start for Xbox One. Probably not for at least six years, and then they'll probably give away like Forza Five, you know, a launch title. Sure, why not? Six years now they'll be like Forza Five is brand, it's free. It's like uh, I just bought Forza Twelve, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, so you know, for just. There you go. Take it as you want. Okay. All right. Uh, then moving on to some Black Friday news. Uh, there's been a, a little bit of a leak as to what GameStop's uh, exclusive bundles are. And they are, uh, there's going to be a GameStop exclusive Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City boxed set. Uh, Dishonored. Wait. This is uh, PS3, right? This uh, um, Dishonored and Splinter Cell? Yeah. No. Uh, $24.99 yeah. Okay. each. Yeah, so... Okay, so it's going to be the box set, Dishonored and Splinter Cell Blacklist 3, uh, $25 each. Uh, we won't get into the other PlayStation ones here. Uh, they're going to be running a... Blacklist two- for $25 is a freaking steal. Yeah. I'll say that. Splinter Cell Blacklist is still my game of the year, and it's a, it's a fantastic game. If you haven't played it, this is worth buying. 
And if you don't want to spend sixty dollars, then hit GameStop up for Black Friday and get it for twenty five. Man, it is is well worth the sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. Um, so they're gonna have a buy two get one free promotion for all pre owned. Uh, providing providing that the free thing you pick out is of equal or lesser value. Uh, they'll be giving an additional 30% in-store credit on all trade-ins and um, you know, a whole bunch of sales stuff. The consoles for the 360, uh, you will have a 250 gig uh, 360 for 199 and uh, that'll be bundled with Halo 4 and a download code for Tomb Raider. Another awesome game. Yeah. Second game of the year. That was my yeah. game of the year until Blacklist. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's GameStop. We'll see what the other retailers have to offer. Probably find out uh, sometime soon. Alrighty. Xbox One. Headset adapters will not ship until 2014. So if you're hoping to use your current-gen gaming headset with the Xbox One, you'll have to wait till next year. Um, there was a press release issued by Terminal Beach that Microsoft's headset adapter won't ship until early 2014. The adapter, which was announced earlier this year, will allow users to connect headsets that use the Xbox 360 chat cable to the Xbox One controller's proprietary digital audio output. Without the adapters, players will still be able to access in-game audio via the console's optical digital audio port, but chat audio will have to be routed through the Kinect, which will be garbage. So keep that in mind if you use a, a current chat headset. So... Okay. Okay. I believe uh, that is all. I think you're right. That is all, my friend. And I still haven't found the grocery store story, so <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Next week, I think you, I think you nailed it, anyways. Yes. So, all right. All right. So uh, this week's uh, retail releases. There's a fair amount of stuff coming out this week couple, two, three things. The list uh, is uh, we've got uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut coming out for the 360 on Tuesday. Also Lego Marvel Superheroes. Uh, this is the one you've been waiting for. SpongeBob Plankton's Robotic Revenge. Woohoo! Then 2K Essentials Collection. Let's see what's in that. Um... Looks like uh, Bioshock, Borderlands, and XCOM. That's actually a decent, uh, it's a decent little combo there. Okay. Yeah, those are all good games. Uh, let's see. So we got uh, the 2K Essentials Collection on Tuesday as well. Rocksmith 2014 edition. Uh, Rocksmith 2014 edition, also coming on Tuesday. And uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which and, is the uh, one that came out, I think, in the arcade already. This is just yeah. the retail release of that. Yeah. And then on the 25th, so on Fridays, right, the uh, the new Batman game, Arkham Origins. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was coming out in a couple weeks. No, that's this week. I'm actually excited for this one. 
I don't know. It's not been done by Rocksteady, so it's a different developer. How bad can it be? Come on. Oh, whoa. <laughs> you said it. You said it. So now everybody can blame me for it. Yep. How bad can it be? It can be really <laughs> it's, bad. It's I worse we'll than their Walking Dead. It's worse than Survival Instinct, maybe. Who knows? Well, I don't know. That was pretty <laughs> that bad, possible? I heard. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So, so this is the prequel, essentially, right? Yes. No. I don't. I don't know. Isn't that kind of? I don't recall. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's an origin story. So. Yes. Arkham Origins. I think you're right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I took it off my GameFly because I want uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield Four. So. <laughs> yeah. So. We'll see. So, yeah. So that's all for the upcoming releases. You want to take it out, my friend? Yep, and remember that uh, you can order all of these games via our Amazon affiliate link. Just go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon and order away. Um, And be sure, if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars. We really appreciate it. We thank everybody for listening. And uh, I apologize we didn't get Twitch going, but uh, I got a dead PC, so... (laughs) Maybe next week we'll yes. we'll, we'll get our our uh, stuff up and running. So yeah, but I'm uh, I'm Marky Caving Man seven hundred nine taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week.